Hey, welcome to hour two of the Friday edition of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment like music, news. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. How about this? Rihanna and Jay-Z's Umbrella video has now joined YouTube's Billion Views Club. Billion. So many. So many. So many millions. Hundreds of millions. Hundreds of millions, according to math. That is crazy. <laughs> Upwards How old of is 999 million. Uh, the song, you, I think, is about... Let me think. I'm going to guess, and then Michael tell us. Yes, I yeah. want to guess that that song is... Give me a minute here. Four... Excuse me. 16 years old. I think it came out in 08. You got a guess, Donna? Um, I don't. Okay. <laughs> you were very close. It was a year earlier. Oh, 2007. Chill. <laughs> That's how it starts. Hi, and I'm sing like, the song. I don't know how it goes. Oh, here you go. This is the start of it. And keep in mind, Jay-Z got a lot of money for this song. And this is all he does. Rihanna. Oh, wait, Rihanna. I said Beyonce. I'm thinking of Jay-Z and Beyonce's relationship. Pretty much all Jay-Z does for that whole That's song. That's it. It's four minutes of just uh, Rihanna from now on out. Here on out. Okay. Man, that's all you had to do back in the day. You get featured on a track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like that. You know what? And Jay-Z and Beyonce <clears throat> had a great song together Oh, back in 2003. Uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Sure. That was a good jam, Donna. Hmm. I won tickets to a Jay-Z concert once after, and it was a hangar tour that he was doing, Donna. Oh, that's fun. Airplane. And I think he did six or seven different cities all in one day. So it was like Jay-Z's in Boston, now Jay-Z's in New York, now Jay-Z's in Chicago. And then he would make his way all the way out to L.A. It was something like that. And I had to uh, do a rap. It was a, it was a call-in segment. I was, I was oh, a listener. Oh, dear God. And you had to call in <laughs> oh and God. do, I believe you had to rap to Big Pimpin'. I know that's the one that I rapped to. And I just, I, I, I went fully into my Eminem mode. And and I won. This this suburban oh, dude my won gosh. the contest. Got the t- oh, and by the way, one of the other people who called in, as I remember it, I forget her name, but she was like, "I'm so and so," and I'm like an independent rapper. In a, like it was like Ooh. like these people had skills, and there I was driving home from being an admissions counselor that day at a private Christian university, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I wonder if I could do this." And then you I are so interesting. Thank you, Donna. I knew it was meant in a negative way, but it <laughs> sounded good. Well, give me an age. How old were you? Um, I would have been uh, somewhere between 22 and 25. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right out of college. But, and mar- then I, but I married, gave away. right? Were you married? Oh, yeah. Remember, we got married in college. Wow. That is between so... junior and senior year. I guess you could say I minored in anatomy. Ah! <laughs> Where'd your parents... Gross, stop! Sorry, Donna. Oh, my God! Donna, that's love! So, so oh. you got out... You got so married sorry. while you were still in school, mm-hmm. and all your parents were like, yeah, this makes sense. Sure. Yeah, I come from a family where my parents got married at... 21. Okay. 
And uh, I think their parents, um, you know, Mike, remember yesterday I said my grandfather and grandma on one side were 24 and 16 mm. when they got married back in the 50s, I guess that would have been. And uh, other grandparents were pretty young. Yeah, I think uh, we've we've got a lot of young love on our side. But you know what? You know, largely due to, I believe, you know, God's grace in our marriage, certainly, but in many of the marriages in our family, a lot of early marriages, and like I can think of one divorce. That's great. You know, That's so good. it worked out. But yeah, we were we were rare. Even at a Christian college, we were rare to be married that young. Sometimes they would tell people like the joke was that the girls in Adams Hall, that was the freshman girls hall, um, they were there just to get their MRS degree mm-hmm. to find their 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 man to get married. Oh, their misses. Mrs. Got it. Really? That oh, was interesting. Well, you. I mean, you could have waited. You just wanted to have sex, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. Sex <laughs> factored into that, no doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we were we were virgins when we got married. They Cute. had we been at a state school, they would have studied us in a laboratory throughout the rest <laughs> of the senior year. Uh, but yeah, that that was a part of it. Yeah, you're ready to, to get moving. But I also, you know, we had been together since sophomore year of college, so we had been together for like five years at that point, and it was like, Wait, hey, sophomore year of college. Excuse me, sophomore year of high school. Oh, got it, guys. So since we were 15, and so there was also a moment of, I bet it'll be messy if we did it now versus if we did it in. Oh, but let me use different words. Sure. <laughs> I bet it will be um, challenging to get married right now. And in three years, and in five years, sure, and kind of always. You can never plan for these things, right? And then sometimes like people, yeah, it's like you know what, love is always on time. And then they say, you know, but then you don't know. You're too young. You're still learning about yourself, and you're going to change so much. But you know, yeah. I heard somebody say, "I've been married to seven different women, and they all were you," meaning in a long enough marriage, everybody goes through all sorts of changes. So if you're waiting to fully know yourself, Good luck on that. If you're waiting to fully have your spouse figured out, good luck on that. Everybody, cha- I'm different now than I was five years ago. Right. Certainly a lot different than I was 18 years ago, 10 years ago, and I'll be different five years from now. You're right, Steve. Thank so you. listen, if there are any young people out there listening, just get married. <laughs> Who cares? Whatever. Thanks for the TED Talk. That was really exciting. <laughs> Even if you don't have someone, just, just go to a just courthouse. Go. Someone's looking for a tax break. It's true. All right, we got to go. We got to go. That's that. Dang it. Mm, bah. Uh, when we come back, Donna found a little nerd news. Mm-hmm. How about a diet that could prevent snoring? Very simple. I, I will have an interested party in my life who would want to hear. Like, oh, Stevie Boy Chains. I didn't used to snore, Donna. Now I snore. <laughs> Thanks for tagging on to that story. We'll get into it. It will be better or possibly worse when we return. It's Don and Steve on my talk. 
guys, it's Donna for my friends at Energy Savers Fireplaces. If you are looking to add a fireplace to your home or maybe switching out an existing fireplace, do yourself a favor. Make sure Energy Savers is on your radar. You can stop by their showroom. They'll give you a free in-home estimate if you want to jump to that. You could go to their website and use some of their online tools to help you visualize the fireplace of your dreams in your own space. I was just reading one of the reviews from Josh who said he had them come out and clean up two fireplaces in his home along with some basic tune-up and they did a really great job. He said, I never knew a fireplace could actually look clean. Laura was uh, super helpful with scheduling and answering all of her questions and um, five stars over and over again. Here's the deal. If you're dreaming about a fireplace, go to energysaversfireplaces.com or you could stop by their showroom, your complete fireplace store, family owned and operated since 1976, just off Highway 36 in Oakdale. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, we're back. You are listening to the Friday edition of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. This is fun. I got a little nerd news to share with everybody. Okay. Our Marissa, huh? Um, uh, did you hear about this 5,000 pound satellite that crashed back to Earth on Wednesday? Yeah, that was not, that's a scary headline to read, but it's not really as scary as it reads. Only because, well, it was scary because no one knew where it would land, but luckily the remaining pieces fell over the Pacific Ocean between Alaska and Hawaii, so no one was hurt. Hmm. I would like to watch stuff burn up in the atmosphere. Yeah. I just don't understand how it works. I don't either. Also, they said the fact that it did drop into the Pacific. Um, I guess there was another option where it could have just been like stuck in this debris field surrounding Earth. Like, I guess we kind of have like floating technology garbage up in space. Mm, I'm sure we do. I'm sure there's, you know, aren't there barges of garbage floating around in the ocean, too? Do do you mean barges that just have a bunch of garbage on them? Yes, I do. I did not know this. I think that's a thing. Am I making things up again? I don't know. You do the research. Barbage. Gar- barges of garbage. That's fun. Uh-huh. Okay. What do they just do? Just put it out somewhere where... People don't go or boats don't pass. I'm not sure. You know what they should do with those? Send those garbage barges to, to the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's like sweeping it under the couch. You mean Maple Grove? Donna feels like one of those intersections in Maple Grove near the shopping center and all that. All of it. Very difficult to get out of. I mean, can anybody else relate to that? You ever go up there? Oh, let's go to Costco. Okay, Costco was here a minute ago. Now I'm at Trader Joe's. How did I get here? I don't know. How do I get back to 94? Nobody knows. It's the Bermuda Triangle of the Midwest. And people were were doing this without GPS, man. Shout out to all of you who existed before GPS. Thank you. Or MapQuest. Thanks. And you were just feeling it out. Or you would get on the phone with your friend before you were driving out to their house and they would say, okay, so get on 212 and then you get on, get on 35W, exit 4th Street. When you get on 4th, go three lights. Husband chimes in from the back. It's two lights. Okay, that, he's right. He's right. Two lights. I think yeah. there's a Sunoco gas station on your left. That's where you're going to make actually another right. That's how we used to live. When I first moved here, I'd go to the Mall of America a lot. Loved the mall. And you know those photo albums that are just small, purse-sized pocket pages? Just little photo albums. Yeah. Like, you know, the size of, I don't know, a wallet. I don't know. Anyway, I used to write out directions from home to the Mall of America on an index card, slide it into the photo transparent paper, you know what paper. I'm saying? The little yeah. pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would have from Mall of America back home, from work to home, from home to work. Because, you know, I was new to the area. And that's how I would figure it out. Just trial and error. I think out in Hollywood, they had a thing called the Thomas Guide, as oh, I recall. Neat. And it was like a book of directions. This is my memory of it, like common places you would want to go. So I'm going to go to the Beverly Hills Hotel, and it would, I think, have stuff. I I think I could be making this up. If you're coming from east of Beverly Hills, here's how you'll get there. Hmm. A journey, man. Right? We've come a long way. Give me more science. Give me the science of snoring or maybe not snoring anymore. Okay. Looks like a vegetarian diet could prevent you from snoring uh, and keeping you from chronic sleeping problems. There are new findings that suggest a diet filled with healthy plant-based foods may help prevent or manage obstructive sleep apnea. It could have to do with the impact of like plant-based foods um, and inflammation, reducing inflammation, you know? Sure. And obesity, it could have to do with that. So if you're snoring a lot, you might want to try that for a week. See what happens. They also say that that diet, not only could it prevent snoring, but it could also prevent you from enjoying any of your meals anymore. Guys, because <laughs> what the heck with all these vegetables? What am I, a brachiosaurus, Donna? There's, I don't know what that means. Um, which one is that? That's a tall one. A long neck, chomping, shoots Leaves. off of trees. Okay. Yeah. Think like a giraffe. Yeah, I know that guy. How about a giraffe, huh? How about that? Have we stopped to think about the giraffe? Remember when we were all watching that video camera to see the baby being born? Yes. Every day we were watching it. That was amazing. We were tuning in on this show. 
and we would give you updates. What was her name? I don't know. Let's go with Lucy. Lucy. It wasn't, but that was a fun was. time. And then These... watching it just fall out and and by the way, baby giraffe born with long neck. It's not like it comes out and then it hits giraffe puberty and grows a neck. <laughs> How do they fit inside of their moms? Oh, you know? I, I, I guess our, they're curled up like in the fetal position. I know, but they're so bony. Like a baby, a baby human comes out and they're mushy. They don't even have kneecaps yet. Sometimes their testicles haven't descended. They're they're just they're little. And you're like, that kind of makes sense that you could fit in there. Giraffes, not so much. You know right? What I saw recently? Huh. What's that? A dolphin give birth to a baby dolphin. <gasps> it's amazing. Where did you see that? that? This was you just guys? on social media, but yes. like this dolphin is like trying to, you know, get it out, and then all like of a sudden, wiggling. yeah, it's wiggling. almost like he's doing the worm. Yeah, doing this worm, then gets in this position, and all of a sudden, boom! There's a baby dolphin who immediately just starts swimming right next to her mom. <laughs> I'm just like, whoa. That's a dolphin. Wow. It's incredible. I don't know how I expected them to come out, but it wasn't like that. Wasn't like that. Just That's nuts. fascinating. Guess what I'm doing during the commercial yeah. break? Oh, yeah. We're going to lose her. Here comes a deep dive, my was, friends. Was Mike here when we were talking about the elephant swatting flies? No. <laughs> so. No, the elephant. Okay, so any kids off school? The elephant has uh, a private area mm. that, that can, like, is they can they can control it the same way that they can control the trunk, their 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 elephant trunk. So they can use it to swat flies away. Impressive. Pick up peanuts. <laughs> like, like mm, okay, impressive. Impressive. <laughs> so anyway. Anyway, uh, good talk, guys. Good let's, talk. Let's play a game, Donna. How's about it? Oh wow, we're already there. Let's do it. We are six five one six four one one zero seven one. Call now. College of Pop Culture Knowledge is coming up next. You could win a prize. We'll be back. Hey, friends, it's Steve from my pals over at the Canopy Group. You know, the insurance industry is full of one agent representing one company. Does that sound familiar? Chances are your current agent has just one company. But think for a minute how limiting that is for you. You need more than one agent who represents more than one company. And that is why Paul Borker and Jeff McDonald created the Canopy Group. The Canopy Group gives you 50 specialists in 16 separate insurance companies. Now, some of the names you'll recognize, like Auto Owners, Progressive, we know them. Some you won't, but here's what you will always get. An agency that will shop for the best possible coverage from all of these different companies. And then, as your needs change, and they will, the Canopy Group continues to find the best coverage from a company that specializes in just what you need. So ask yourself, are you stuck with one company and one agent? Are you confident that your home, auto, and business are properly insured? Friends, it is time for you to get options, and I know the place. It's the Canopy Group. Check them out today at thecanopygroup.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right, we're back. 
Donna Donna. and Steve. Hey, Steve. I'm sorry. What's going on? Did you hear what Mike just said? Yeah, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be 60 on Monday. 60? Yeah. Want to hear the best part? Yes. 60 and sunny on Monday. Snowy and 35 on Wednesday. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to Minnesota. (laughs) Oh, that's so great. I have, um, yeah, 60 on Monday. Wednesday, 27. But next Sunday, 62. What is happening? Donna, it's the yo-yo. It's crazy. It's all right. It's going to be March. That's what they said. In a week or so. Yeah, thanks, Steve. (laughs) Can I move on now? I hope you will. You're my best friend. Time to go to college. College, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. We're going to find out how smart the two of you are with the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Donna, by the way, you, uh, I mean, we know Steve's going to be gone for a little bit here and maybe you'll be filling in yeah, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you've got an opportunity to take a more than a week's lead yes it's 21 to 16 right now you have yes. a five point lead you Woo! could grow that to six points yes that'd I, be amazing i i need a win no, matt t- texted me yesterday and said hey i'm filling in all next week right i said <laughs> you are and please dude come on man get me a couple mm. But now, he said Donna's vicious, so I don't know. Now, today might skew Steve's way. We'll find out. Yes. Um, Kung Fu Panda 4 comes out tonight. And the role of the villain in Kung Fu Panda 4 is Viola Davis. She plays mm. Camille, the uh, chameleon. Okay. Today, for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, we're going to be talking about Oscar winners who have voice animated characters. Oscar winners who have voice animated characters. And how it's, it's going to be a little different than we normally have the questions. How I'm going to do this is, for example, if I say... Woody from Toy Story won an Oscar for Philadelphia. You give me the actor. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks would be the answer for that one. Okay. So that's how the questions will be structured. I will give you the animated character that they did. Okay. And then say that they won an Oscar for said movie. You have to put the two two together. So. Love it. Okay. okay. That's how we're doing it today. We've got Mary to play along with us. Mary. Mary. Hi. How are you, Mary? I'm very good. Thank you. Mary, uh, is this your first time calling in? It is the first time calling in, yes. First time, long time. We love first time callers. Where are you calling us from? Well, I am, um, as you refer to me as, the Mary Bush from New Prague. Oh, the Mary Bush from New Prague. God love her. This is great. Well, it's... Rock, Rocco's number one fan. Yes. Well, this is great. It's great to have you on the phone lines with us. What's happening next, Mary, after you play the game with us? What's your Friday got? Well, I'm, I took a few days off, and I'm doing um, some things around the house. So I just finished the second coat and part of a room that I'm painting, so awesome. the next area is next. Good. What an instant change that makes to your room, right? Paint a wall, change the space. Mm-hmm. If only I could do it faster. That's a problem. Yeah. Mary! Not a fan of painting. It is not tons of fun, no. No, it's not. It hurts your arms. I like like the, the taping everything off. That oh, part. see, I hate that part. Oh, I like that part. And then cutting in the rest of it, I'm like, you can have it. Oh, my gosh, Donna, we need to paint a room together. Can you oh, come? I would love to. Let's start with the studio, huh? Honest to goodness. <laughs> you tape and cut in, and then I'll do the rest of the painting. That's my dream. Okay. All right. All right. Back to the game. Yeah, Enough Mary. about paint. Uh, Mary, it's time for you to decide who you'd like to team up with. It is animated movies and Oscar winners who have lent their voices to animated movies. Donna or Steve? Well, I'm going to try to help 
Steve catch up a little bit here. Thank okay. You. Yes. All right. I'm the underdog effect. I'll be right here, but with my headphones all the way down. Okay. All right. Thank you, Donna. Mary, you're going on hold. If Steve needs your help, you'll have an opportunity to do so after he gets finished. But again, we uh, kind of explain the structure of how today's going to work. I'm going to give you an animated character in the movie that they're in, and then I'll give you the Oscar that that actor and or actress won in a, uh, the movie that they won an Oscar for. So okay. simple. You'll get it again. Like I said, for an example, Woody from Toy Story won an Oscar for Philadelphia. That course was tom hanks are you ready steve i'm ready feeling good let's give it a uh try here again animated characters voiced by oscar winners here we go buster moon in sing won an oscar for dallas buyers club matthew mcconaughey jewel in rio won an oscar for les miserables and hathaway shenzi in the lion king won the oscar for ghost (sighs) demi moore whoopi goldberg um, that's a tough one, Mary. <clears throat> I'm going to say Whoopi Goldberg. I believe she was a voice. Yeah, she was a voice in The Lion King. Whoopi Goldberg. I feel good about that. Um, I wondered if Jeremy like Irons was going to be featured in that. I don't think so. I feel, I feel good about that. All right. I feel good about that. Sounds good. He, uh, sounded very confident there in his answers. Mary, how do you feel like he did? I, I think he did really, really well. I didn't hear the middle one, though. I just want to hear it again. Uh, the middle one is Jewel in Rio won an Oscar for Les Miserables. Oh, yes, I think he's right. Okay, you went with Anne Hathaway for that one. Sounds good. All I right. feel good. I think Donna could do well okay. in this also, although I don't think she's going to get... Ah, she might get whoopee. All right, let's bring Donna back in. Come we'll on in, Donna. Donna back in here. Donna! Donna, come on in. Donna! Okay, I'll go... Sometimes Mike has to slap on the wall like he's a kid at the zoo, at the. Sorry, sorry. Hey, Donna. Hey, welcome back. Thanks a lot. How'd it go? You know, I think it went well, but I think that you could do well here also. Okay. You're not going to get number two. All right, fine. We'll find out. Let's roll through these again. We're talking about Oscar winners who have uh, given their voices to animated characters. I'll give you the character followed by the movie they won an Oscar for. Are you ready, Donna? Yes. All right. So we're looking for actors and actresses as the answers. Here we go. Let's start with this first one. Buster Moon in Sing won an Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club. That is um, Matthew McConaughey. Jewel in Rio won an Oscar for Les Miserables. Jewel and Rio? Jewel in the movie Rio won an Oscar for Les Miserables. And, and, and I'm giving you... You're giving me the actor or actress? Jewel. <laughs> oh, in... Uh, pass. The character was named Jewel in the movie Rio. Got it. Shenzi in The Lion King won the Oscar for Ghost. Demi... Demi... Pat... Demi... Oh, Whoopi Goldberg. All right. Uh, second one. Jewel in Rio won an Oscar for Les Miserables. All right. That went exactly as oh, I that's suggested Anne Hathaway. That it Dang it. Oh, shit. Always Donna. Man. So close. This game was 20 seconds. You would, like, never lose. You always come up with the answer in those <laughs> next few seconds after Dang. the buzzer sounds. Uh, we're on to the answers, although uh, we, we, we know all the answers. Uh, Buster Moon in Sing, of course, that was Matthew McConaughey. Won an Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club. You both got that one. Nicely Woo-hoo. done. Shenzi from The Lion King. That was one of the hyenas, and uh, that was voiced by Whoopi Goldberg, who won the supporting actress uh, Oscar for the movie Ghost. And finally, Jewel in Rio. So the movie Rio, there was a character named Jewel, and uh, it won an Oscar for Les Mis. That indeed is Anne Hathaway. It's an unfair advantage, Donna. Rio has been on our TV this week. 
Oh, oh wow. bummer. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes, like I said, it might skew one direction or another, but... It's all right, guys. He's going to be gone all next week, so you'll be okay. Yeah, I'll be fine. I'll Donna, be fine. do you want to do double or nothing? No. <laughs> it's Friday. Congrats to Mary, though. Mary! Mary! <laughs> Congratulations. You just won your newest paint shirt. Which oh, is... I, ironically, I wore the Donna and Steve State Fair shirt inside out yesterday while I painted. Awesome. Oh, oh, she's I don't want to get it. paint on it. I wore it inside out. Thank you very Got much. Got better news that. for you. You're actually winning movie passes to oh. check out Drive Away Dolls. All right. So... Very cool. Stick around, I'll get your info. Uh, why don't we keep Mary on the line? We'll do the tiebreaker just for fun. Everybody against each other. Okay. Here we go. We're doing the tiebreaker. Again, we're talking about uh, Oscar winners who have given their voice to some animated characters. Here we go. Queen Lillian in Shrek won an Oscar for Mary Poppins. Donna? That is Emily Blunt? No, it is not. Say the question again. Uh, Queen Lillian in Shrek won an Oscar for Mary Poppins. Is that Julie Andrews? Yes, it is. Okay. Ah, yeah. nice. She voiced uh, Fiona's mom in uh, in Shrek. Nice. All right. Woo. 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 Good job, guys. Congratulations, Mary. <laughs> yeah, Good luck Mary. painting. Thank you. Have a great weekend. You guys, too. Thanks. Aw. Mary's busy lady today. She's a busy, busy lady. Hey, the pandas are coming back to the San Diego Zoo. I didn't know they left. Do you know that right now, I believe, the only zoo where you can find pandas, I is believe, in is in Atlanta. Oh, you in the States. In the States, yeah. Um, the San Diego Zoo is going to get two giant pandas, fat shaming, by the end of this summer. The Associated Press reported this. And they say that this is a sign of thawing tensions between the United States and China. Oh, sure. American panda enthusiasts were distraught after zoos in Washington, D.C., Memphis, uh, both sent their pandas back to China last year. Here, you can take them. Leaving the four at the Atlanta Zoo as the only pandas in the United States. But I guess during their face-to-face November meeting in California... President Biden and Chinese leader Xi Jinping, they pledged to ease relations, <laughs> renewing the longstanding tradition of panda diplomacy. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, it really is. That that is a sign. That's a form of, like, kind of currency. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's the funny thing. So I'm reading this 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 morning on this like little morning brew newsletter. Yep. The very next story talks about suspected Chinese hackers and how Chinese espionage has U.S. officials on alert. So one story is like, hey, don't worry. We're getting pandas back. We're bringing pandas back. And then the next one is like, but they're hacking you. Oh, the pandas are going to have chips in them, Donna. Mm. The, the pandas and Kung Fu Panda comes out today. <gasps> It's a Trojan, a Trojan panda. Trojan panda. Yes, we're fools. It, history, this way you have to study it or it will repeat itself. Remember the Trojan horse, Don? Yes, I do. Tell me about it. <laughs> Tell the kids who are listening. Ah, uh, you know, it was kind of a sneak attack. There were, there were uh, warriors that were hiding inside of this giant Trojan horse. And then they were like, ah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, we will take this gift. We'll find some place to put it. 
And then once they got through the city walls, it was like, surprise, we're here to kill you. All right. Happy Friday, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you'd get more excited about the panda thing because you're such an animal freak. No, it is. It's great. It's great. Let's get some here. I don't think they could do well in our climate. Yeah, you're right. Bye. (laughs) All right, everybody. We got to go. We're not afraid to give the listener time to think. Right. A little dead air, as we call it in the biz. Yeah, we ain't all about that verbal vomit, brah. We like (laughs) to give that pause, though. All right, when we come back, Yellowstone fans, apparently there's a new reality show. Yeah, about some real-life ranchers. So if you want to see how does Yellowstone really check out in the modern day and age, we'll tell you the family that is going to be featured and where you'll be able to find that. Plus, uh, as we were presidential a moment ago, uh, one of Barack Obama's daughters is doing something pretty cool. Yeah. Kind of getting into the new family business. Absolutely. We'll tell you about it when we come back. Steve, it's my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. All right, just got a visit from Rocco, DJ Rock Lobster. Oh, yeah, he's working on something. He says, for those of you who maybe are getting a little sick of this, Today is the final day of Limu Emu. He's got it solved, mystery solved. Not that it's a mystery. He's got a musician who's going to put it to rest once and for all. How will this musician give us this information? Will we be joined in studio, on the phone, or has he just relayed information to Rocco? I think he will be playing the keyboards to Live? prove his point. I don't wow. know if he will be here or on the phone. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. I, I love what this is doing to the people who emailed us, specifically requesting that we not do anything more with Limu Emu Jingle Gate <laughs> and that we are now bringing a musician in. But they must feel satisfied knowing that once and for all, we will get a definitive musical voice live explaining it to us. Who's right, who's wrong, or maybe we're all some version of both. Right. Okay, 11.30 this morning. 11.30. Is that in lieu of Slow Jam or in addition to? I can't answer these questions. Of course, Queen. And I'm sorry that I put that on you. It's okay. Donna's a big fan of Yellowstone. I like Yellowstone. It's my least favorite of the three that are out. She's a bigger fan of 1883 and then an even bigger fan of 1913. 23. I think Mike and I are on the same page, too. Exactly the same page. 1923 comes top. Yep. Absolutely. The best. Well, then. 1883, then Yellowstone. So if you like the newest, most current version of this story told... Wait, no. Yeah, that would be Yellowstone. That is Yellowstone. I just totally screwed everything up in my brain. Literally, my on ramp to this story just was washed away in a month. You know what? You're a human being and you're fallible, and we forgive you. I guess in hour one, I talked about some of the dimples I'm starting to see on my skin when my shirt is off. So maybe I should continue (laughs) in that same way. My wife just walked in and she said, Oh my gosh, it smells like tanner in here. My body is caked in tanner. It is not a good scent. I don't like that scent at all. That makes me feel like it's a vacation, though. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Back to Yellowstone. Yep. Uh, If you're a fan of it, and if you like reality TV, Peacock has got a new show for you. 
It's called the McBee Dynasty, Real American Cowboys. This is about a real-life ranch family. The McBee family runs a ranch and cattle business in rural Missouri. Their business is at risk of financial ruin, while they also hope to expand. There's also sibling drama between brothers who all want to take over control of the ranch from their father. The official series description promises a, quote, roller coaster ride of ambition and betrayal. Hmm. You might recognize the oldest son, Stephen, from the series Joe Millionaire, colon, for richer or poorer, which Stop. aired on Fox in 2022. The McBee Dynasty premieres Monday, March 11th which is Lou and my dating anniversary, so obviously I'll be off work that day. Obviously. All episodes will be available to stream on Peacock, but if you're more old school, you can also catch it on the USA Network with new episodes airing weekly. This is fascinating. So it's reality. This is reality, Donna. This is a real-life ranch family. And Joe Millionaire, the guy from Joe Millionaire? Well, the guy from Joe Millionaire, colon, for richer or poorer. Not the original Joe Millionaire back in 03 okay. or 04. Gotcha. That was awesome, that show. Never seen it. Joe Millionaire? I don't remember that. that I mean, cool. I remember the title. I just don't remember watching it. I just love the concept. It was such a great, refreshing concept. And it was not really seen before then. There have been very variations of it since. But to have all of these people like, oh, my gosh, and I do, and I just love him, and I love him. And but they all assume he is a millionaire, heir to some wonderful estate. Yes. And then, oh, I'm so glad that you really do love me because I got news for you. I'm a garbage man. It was something like that. Or he was a contractor. He was doing something like very blue collar, very work with your hands, go out there and earn your keep day after day. And then you had to figure out, will the woman still love Joey? Mm, That's beautiful. Uh, what? What to you? What is your deal? What's going Nothing. on? Nothing. I'm just, you know, hanging out. It's Friday. I'm, you know, just kind of getting my chill on. <laughs> Bosses you know, love to hear that. Going with the flow, man. I'm the one who who should be mentally checked out. I'm going on vacation. I'm on a plane this afternoon. Oh, I wow. should. I should be. Gonzo. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have a great trip. When are you back? (laughs) You're out all next week. I'm out all next week. You're going to some mansion with the whole family. We've done these big vacation homes before. We found them back in 2019 because we had been told by friends, hey, do you know there's this game, like board game themed home? So we started looking it up, and I think it might have been in, like, North Carolina or something. Sure enough, they have, like, a Scrabble room and a Monopoly room and all this. So we were like, wow, that's crazy. Then we started digging more and more and looking up just themed vacation homes, and we ended up getting led to Florida in the Orlando area, and they had some. And so we tried one, and it was expensive, out of our price range, but that's only if you did it with one family. We chop it up, divide it by five. So the three trips we've done up to this point, that's how the math would work out. You just... Divide by five. So if it's $2,000 a night, now it's $400 a night per family for the whole family. Plus, you get all these amenities, game rooms. I have questions. Yeah, please. What if there's a family of two and a family of six? How does that, you're all still paying? That's right. 
for yep, like a bedroom? What like? Yeah, you're just paying for the house. Each family represents the same. Hmm. <laughs> I'm so irritated with you right now. I'm just saying, if you're a family of six and someone's a family of three. That just seems a little unfair. Why not divide it by the, the all the number of people? Let's say there's 15 people going now. So now you want each family to pay per head? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think that's more fair. <sighs> Have you been at the root of a lot of your family arguments? <laughs> no, we all we all think alike. <laughs> We're all like, oh, yeah, of course, that makes sense. No, we chop it up. We say families will each pay their share. That works for you. That's fantastic. (laughs) So now you want the family of six, who it's already more expensive for us to get anywhere. Just let's penalize them more. No, why are you penalizing the family of three? We're not penalizing anybody. We're saying, hey, every family, (laughs) we're going to chop this up, whether you got (laughs) 10 kids or no kids. Each family unit is a part of our long division problem. So yeah, Don, if you want to come, you're paying and it's now split by six, equal. Okay. I'm all irritated now. Ah! <laughs> I've worked my diabolical plan. We're going to take it. Yes! Care.